I was working in the lab late one night <laughs> when my eyes... Ooh. Halloween is upon us. He was a mesh. He was a mesh. He did the monster. He was man. a monster man. He was the monster man. <laughs> um, welcome back to Dress Down Day, folks. We are getting closer to Halloween, Leanna's. That's it. It's already oh, over Hallow at this point. Oh, Halloween. Is that a song? What are you going to be for Halloween this year? What are you going to be for Halloween? Come I'm on, tell me. Um, a Disney Jack Skellington. Princess. Jack Skellington. I'm going to be a witch. Have you noticed that? I'm kidding. I have no idea what I'm going to be. Have you noticed that? The Nightmare Before Christmas yeah, I've heard is it. like everywhere now. Yes. Was that when I was, I was growing up? I don't remember that movie being everywhere. It, what, what's the deal? It's, it's having it's, it's uh, having a moment. It's having a moment. It's 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 having its second um, Wind. life. It's, sef- it's it's second run. Are you OK? No, I'm not. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it came out in like 90 I think it was 92 93. yes represent 1992 and like our, our nieces and nephew love it and like oh 93 it, it's all over the place it's on people's lawns it's on fucking it's on people's lawns they have everybody's 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 gone Jack Skellington Sally crazy. I know. I, I don't know. For some reason, it's getting a, a second life. I don't know if it's because of Netflix. Uh, or I, I'm not sure. Uh, I really don't know. Maybe because all these kids who loved it as a child are get, having children and they're, they're introducing them to Actually, them. yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Didn't I say that to you the other day we were talking about it? I think I came up with that theory. So what I said was a good point. And then you said, oh, that's great. I'm going to take credit for it, even though yes. it's not true. I love taking credit for things. Um, that no, you don't yes. deserve credit for. No, I'm pretty sure I said that. But anyway, yes, I think you're right. I think it's people who grew up with this movie are now having kids. Oh. Same thing with Hocus Pocus. Oh. So they're um, showing these movies to their kids mm. and they're, they're booming again. Gotta say, not a fan of Hocus Pocus. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I know I'm not the, um, I know. You're I, a piece of garbage. That's all. I'm also, I'm not the norm. I'm very you're much aware of that. I saw it at 26. If I saw it as a kid. I know. It would have made sense. It's so weird because... Even though B- Billy Butcherson, a.k.a. Doug Jones, yes. the actor who played Billy Butcherson, is a fan of the show. Yes. Hey, Doug. We love you. Hi, Doug. We love you. Thank you for listening. Um, and um, But, you know, I saw it a little bit too late. I, although we did watch it with our nieces recently, and I took a nap in their playroom. It was kind of a nice thing. It was a it nice made thing. you fall asleep. Well, I was exhausted, but it was, it was a nice time. And uh, they put it on for me, and I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. I mean, this was in, like, September, too, which after the fact, I, I realized I was like, we're still in September, and Abby was putting on Halloween movies. <laughs> but she's a little creepy gal. She loves that stuff. She's so. a little goth gal. We just watched um, Edward Scissorhands. It was my mm. first time. Was it yours? No, right? Ah, uh, No, I've seen it before. I mean, I've seen, like, I don't know if I've ever watched it beginning to end. I didn't know that they told... A story like that. It was the story of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, like Winona Ryder tells the story. Yes. But another thing. I loved it. The music is. Wow, the music. Spectacular, which makes, obviously, which makes every movie. But another thing about Edward Scissorhands I was watching, and obviously it was Tim Burton in 1990, and he made Batman, he made Pee Wee Herman, like he's, he can do no wrong. So when you have a name in the industry, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But I was watching it thinking like, you know how everybody likes to act like, man, we should be, the, maybe I should be this guy for Halloween and you could be. And I could be Kim. You could be, um, I don't even know. I could be Kim or I could be the mom. There, were, there was no, the first of all, Winona Ryder didn't even really have much of a turn. She just like all of a sudden loved him. There was yeah, no was like, very weird. when they locked him in that room, maybe. But um, what I wanted to say about this movie is everybody likes to act like they would have known better. 
like let's say like like um I think there's a there's a famous story of like the first guy who was managing the Beatles or something and he was like you'll never be anything and then like left them. Oh my god. I don't I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's fake or or the guy who cut Michael Jordan from his basketball team, mm, right? Yeah. Everybody likes to look back like what an idiot that guy was. Yes, yes. Visionaries are really important because no one I, again, obviously he was Tim Burton already and he could do no wrong. Like if like if Steven Spielberg wanted to do something, they'd be like, do whatever you Could want. Could he in but, 1990? Could he? I, yeah, because he was already established. He, he directed the Pee Wee Herman movie, which I think was big. And he had like a name for himself. Okay. But may, maybe not. Maybe you're right. But like even, even goes to show my point furthermore, how important visionaries are. If I, if your brother or your sister or your cousin or your friend, or anybody, or your aunt, or your uncle, if or anybody your came to you and was like, "I want to be a, I want to be a, I want to be a film director. I want to be, a, I want to be a writer," and they said, "I got, the, I got this movie. This guy's name is Edward, and he's got scissors for hands." You'd be like, "You're never gonna make it. You're an idiot. You're yeah. never gonna make it in, in the industry. This is the worst idea for a movie ever." Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that somebody believed in that idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, I don't know if you had a name like uh, like Adele could do whatever she wants now, right? But like. If he was like unknown or something, when did Beetlejuice come out? Did he make Beetlejuice? Yeah, he he made he Beetlejuice already. Beetlejuice. He was already like, I think he was already. Oh, Beetlejuice was 88. He was already like doing whatever he wants. But like, that just goes to show how important visionaries are for people to be like, I see the vision. I believe in you. Here's, look, he made Batman. He made Batman. Yeah. Here's a billion dollars to make whatever you want. So like, I was just thinking like when we were watching it and you know, the music is so gorgeous and the story's so beautiful. And I'm just thinking, like, I never would have seen this from a guy with scissor hands. It sounds like the worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful story. So I was telling you, I love, um, I love trying. Leanna's getting really good at it, too, now. When I, you know, I'll, I'll like to, we'll, we're watching a movie and I'll pause it. And I'm like, do you see how the lighting is red? Mm-hmm. This is symbolizing that he's taking a turn for evil now and his character's going to, and she'll be like, okay. So now you see things, which yes. is great. You'll even put me onto things. Mm-hmm. So when Edward Scissorhands, I was trying to think of like, it just goes to show it's, it's, I think it's either about perhaps somebody with a disability, mm-hmm. maybe somebody with like a burn victim, somebody who's, who's uh, in a wheelchair, Handicapped. somebody who is um, maybe just uh, made fun of or, or, or a misfit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to, I think it's a, it's a metaphor for Tim Burton as a person, maybe not fitting in with the cool crowd, mm-hmm. feeling like he's black and white and the whole world is color. You notice yeah. how the, the, the emphasis on color in that movie yes, is really town. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's everywhere you go is so colorful. Yeah. They make a point to make everything pastel and uh-huh. bright pink and blue. And he's in black and white. And his he's this, he's just, he's this black gothy dude being like, yo, where you, where you going tonight? I got me a cut on my face. Want me to cut you a Pomeranian? What's going on? So, <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really did. If yeah. you've never seen Edward Scissorhands, the music is beautiful. It's a sweet story. I feel so sad for Edward. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so nice that this woman takes him in and... It's just yeah, it's a great story. There's some great there's some great themes in it. Like w- with the dumb fucking woman who tried to have sex with him and then she turned it on being on like him. he harassed me. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Oh my god, it People makes my fucking that. skin boil. Of course People they do, do that. that. And think about the history of racism in this country. I was going to say the, I know. the worst of it all. We know of it. Course. We know the story. Horrible. We don't, I'm so, I don't want to get into some dark, dark shit, stuff. but um I was also thinking like 
we were supposed to watch Halloween movies. We didn't do any of it. The the, the month, I mean, just really got away from us. Goodbye. See you later. I've never seen and I hocus pocus. I've seen all the Disney stuff. I've seen all the Disney stuff. I feel bad um, saying I, I didn't love hocus pocus now because when we watched it recently, I, I I could see the magic for a young person, but for me, I saw it so late. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's very. I mean, it's very cute. I think if you if you watched it again, have you seen any? Cute. Have you have you like done a Michael Myers? Well, her? that's what I was gonna say. I've never seen any of that. I've never oh. seen Michael Myers. I've never seen Freddy Krueger. I've never seen. Um, You've never done a Freddy Krueger's it, it, the Pennywise guy. I've never oh, seen any. I've never seen any of those, and I, I wanted to watch them this month, and the month just got away from me, and now I have no time left. Let's watch them tonight. Let's watch something tonight. All right, let's do it. I, would I don't love know. it. Um. Also, what's the other guy with like the hockey mask? <laughs> Jason. Jason. I've never seen Jason. Fight. Friday the 13th. I've, I've seen, seen like Saw and stuff, is, but that's not really Halloween. That's just like scary horror. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, it's, it's brought its way to our lexicon of, uh, of, of all hallows. You know, you go to like a haunted house, like a school's putting on or like your, your, your local gymnasium. They always got a jigsaw. Pennywise. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Not Pennywise. Jigsaw is what, he's rolling around. You know, you want to play a game? Hey honey, you want to play a game? Come here, come here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love, I love Michael Myers. Because to me, it seems like they've gotten ridiculous with a lot of his movies, but like they've made like there's a hundred of them, fifty of Babe, them. Babe, he gets right? decapitated in one. He gets decapitated, <laughs> and then, and then they made another one. So that's why, like, uh, I have many friends who are obsessed with horror movies, but like, I just can't get into them because when you play, I'm, I'm like a killjoy, but like, I'm so. Because I, I, I want to be a writer and I've written a movie and I, I know that I'm, oh, what a loser this kid thinks. I know. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm successful at it. but I've written a movie. But as, but as someone who sat at that desk right there and struggled to like, I got to get these characters out of the situation and I don't want it to be just an easy way out. You have mm-hmm. to think of a real life believable situation. Something that would actually happen. Yeah. So you don't get, you don't get lost. You don't realize, like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a movie theater watching this. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted it to be believable. In horror movies, like they always take me out. I was like, oh God, I'm watching a movie. I agree. I don't like that because, know. you know, that's the same reason why like, I can't really get into like Harry Potter's. Harry Potter. Are you a Harry Potter gal? Do you, no. Have you seen them? I've seen um, a couple of them. You've Hufflepuffed the two? They're all right. They're not bad. I mean, I, I went along with the crowd back in the day when they were these big, Harry Potter was a big thing. I would maybe try and read the book, watch the movies, but. You read the I was, book? I tried. I don't think I ever actually finished. Same thing with like Godzilla. I can't watch a movie where a, wait, is Godzilla a, a dinosaur or is that the ape? Which one's the big monkey? Is that Godzilla? <laughs> I really don't know. King Kong, King Kong, King Kong's the ape. I can't watch those. I can't watch those because it's like, okay, a giant ape isn't probably going to attack me one day in my city. So. With. The, with the, Stop laughing at me. I seriously forgot. Which, which one's is, the monkey? Is that Godzilla? I forgot. I swear I forgot. King Kong. I can't. I can't watch those. So even like that, that could, I, I could see it's, it's all the other shit that goes along with it. Like, look, if you love Harry Potter, I get it. I know very, very much we are on the outside. We are not the majority. 90% of you listening to this probably love Harry Potter. I'm not saying like, I'm not judging you. I wish I could enjoy it with you. I wish I could. 
The only thing is like, I would go, my mom, I would tell you my mom, when she worked in Manhattan, her firm would, would give, she would get for everyone who worked there. Every, every time Harry Potter came out, we go to see it in, in an IMAX theater. Mm, she would get like movie tickets. Yeah. They would give her, okay. it was awesome. They'd give her like eight tickets. Mm. You got like money for like snacks. I'd bring Ooh, all my wow. friends. IMAX it was, makes me nauseous. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. What does it make you nauseous? <laughs> That's true. Everything makes me nauseous. So, um, so I, got I got Potters. to see Harry Potter the best way you could. And it always made me uncomfortable. First of all, it's so dark and like Gloomy. not not cozy. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like cold, rainy. When I think of fantasy, my vision is colorful. Rainbows, and warm. butterflies. Yes. Yeah. And this fantasy with wizards and wizardry was like rainy London. And yeah. I don't ever want to be in rainy London. So that's why I, I off the bat, I couldn't connect with those movies because like people are like, don't you want to go to Hogwarts? I'm like, no. Hogwarts. <laughs> don't you want to go to Hogwarts? Yeah. And I would be like, no, it looks like hell there. Yeah. If you don't love the movie, you're, like that's why Tim Burton's movies are so aesthetically pleasing because it's gorgeous. You want to mm-hmm. be in that world. It's warm. It's colorful. Even when he does dark movies, you like you want to be in that world because yeah. he's so good. His cin- cinematographer, whatever. He's good so, at making it comfortable. Cozy. Harry Potter makes me feel like I'm like I'm like commuting to the city at four in the morning. Yeah. Like it's oh like God, on a cold winter yeah. day. And I, I no one like to, no one says that. No one agrees with me. And I just like, man, I'm, well, that, that's that's a me issue. And then also what Harry Potter is, is when there's no stakes, you understand when there's no like threat, like Rocky and Rock, he lost the first movie. Rocky loses. Like Great, th- thanks for telling me. I never saw it. You never saw it? Never saw Rocky. <laughs> now I know what happens. He loses the first in the first movie. Okay. No one like no one saw that coming because it's like, wow, he could really be beaten by this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a it's a normal real life thing. The mm-hmm. stakes are high. In Harry Potter, it's like, I know he's gonna beat Voldemort in the end, and how is he gonna do it? Why why am I threatened by Voldemort? Oh my god. Harry's spells aren't working against Voldemort. And then all of a sudden, at the end, he's like, oh, Harry, do your super secret spell. Okay, the super secret spell that I forgot I had the whole movie. And then he kills Voldemort. There's like, nothing happens. There's no real, nothing's at stake. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, you, when you defy the laws of physics, and you can make things fly and float, there's just no plot line. It's like, anything can happen. I get it. I get what you're saying. Where, it, to me, it's like, that's why I hate Superman. This guy can do not. There's nothing Superman can't do. Yeah. And then you watch the Avengers. That's why we can't get into like superhero movies. There's just there's nothing at stake. I I I I mean I agree. I I don't watch any of those movies because I can't either. I totally agree. I just want someone to fucking agree with me, and no one does. I agree That's with you. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. You're my property. You do as I say. Oh my god. When I say jump, you say how high, honey. I do see why people like it though, because it's a nice. It you know it does take you out of real life and use your imagination and that can be nice. Yeah, I guess I have an issue. Whenever I was a kid and I would dream when I was going to sleep, like I'd imagine winning the lottery. I would think of like the IRS auditing me. I wouldn't think of like the good stuff. I would think of like the real life complications that would come with that. Okay, interesting. I'm, so I have issues, is all I'm saying. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not you know if you can enjoy Harry Potter, I'm hey, not denying that. I'm jealousy is. Oh, oh God. 
There's a ghost in here. Oh, there's a ghost in here. Uh, my 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 signed Brandon Flowers Killer CD just fell. Um, another thing is like like how, like like Larry David. Remember? I wanted you to say that. Yeah, yes, the I famous. I always like. There's a scene in Kirby Enthusiasm when Larry's always like angry, and they're at the beach, and he's just sitting there, and his wife is like, "Come on, look at the ocean. You don't think that that's beautiful? How, that, what does that make you feel?" He goes. I feel frustrated that I'm not getting what everybody else is getting out of this. I'm like, oh my God, that is me with Marvel movies. That mm. is me with every fucking Netflix series everyone's able to get yeah. into. Game That's of Thrones. Game of Thrones. All that stuff. Game of Thrones. Do you remember how many times we tried to watch that? I know. We watched the first two episodes like six times. We and I was really like, wanted to be in with the with I, the crew. Every all my friends, bro, it's awesome. You gotta watch it. You, I promise you, just get through it. Just get through the first episode. Just get, it's awesome. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck these guys are saying. How can you enjoy something that you need a dictionary for? I was at a party at my brother's house and his friend was there and I, we were talking about Game of Thrones and I was telling everybody my issues and he was like, no, 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 it's great. I'm like, tell the truth. You know what the episode was about? He goes, well, sometimes I have to Google it. And I'm like, how the fuck? No, what? I can't. That's, it's like... It's like being back in school. I have to like watch something and then and find I feel, out what it's about. I no. also feel dumb. Because everyone else is like, yo, did you see that episode when he was like, he's going to kill the king? And then I go back and he's like, doth brethren, sunset is, is nigh. And I'm like, and then he's like, oh, he said he's going to kill the king. I'm like, wait, 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 did I rewind? Wait, when did he say that? I don't know what the fuck doth brethren is nigh means. I missed that part. So that's my oh problem my with those God. fucking things. I would love, I would love to be able to enjoy these things. I agree. I it's would really sell. hard for me to, oh, sorry. You know, you're really good though. You can watch anything. Yeah, for the most part, I can. Anything you suggest, I'd always, I'm always just like, yeah, sure, why not? But I mean, it's also the suggestions that you're giving. You don't give like a Spider Man or stuff like that, because otherwise, I don't. I really don't know if I would be in. Like, if you if you said let's watch the Avengers, I don't know if I could say yes to that. I, I would try. I'm I always watched... willing to try. You're not willing to try, really. Uh, it's tough for me to. It's tough for me. It's really hard for me. Mm. I I saw the first Avengers in the theaters, and the whole time I was like, "This is such a waste." It just it's all just CGI explosions for two hours. Mm. There's nothing happening. Where's the story? Yeah. Where's the where's where's the character development? There's none of that. Some of the Spider Mans are cute. Sp I like the Tobey Maguire ones. Um, and and when you give laws of the universe, those movies can work. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, he has this power. He can lift things. But he's not, invinci he's not invincible. Yeah. He, can, he can have a real threat. That's why I liked those. Like, because, mm. But a lot of the other movies, it's like, you put the Avengers together, and they're, they're, they're going to be beaten by a, by a fist of, of, of diamonds or something. I don't, I don't know what happened. I know something happened when he like snapped his finger. I don't know, really know what happened. But it was like, this is just not making sense to me. It's hard. I'm like, because I want to pause and be like, well, what about this? Mm -hmm. If he did this, then this would affect this. And then they're just, oh, it's a movie, bro. And I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's lazy writing, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm the worst person ever, and I can't just enjoy something. So yeah, I have my own issues, and uh, here we are. <laughs> I enjoyed, remember we, watched, we watched, tried to watch the classics? The, um, like the first Frankenstein of like the 30s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the Wolfman. That was good. That wasn't bad. Those are fun. They were all right. They're really boring. Yeah, it's also, I mean, it... it Watching stuff in black and white isn't that, it's not that exciting. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You know what's really good we should watch that's in black and white? Sin City. I've been telling you to watch that for a while. 
Joe Albano. My friend Joe Albano has put me on. I got to give him credit. He really has put me on to so many movies. It's horror? No, it's not horror. It's like oh. a, it's like a weird, it's, it's, I don't know what the fuck call It's like a weird comic book novel, but it's not a, I don't know if, I don't think it's a comic book. It, it's, it's cool though. I remember really, really enjoying it. I remember really, really wanting a second one when I watched it at his house. Oh. And I don't remember. And look, look how, look, the, the second one came up nine years later. Yeah, I watched it at oh, his it's house. from 2005? I watched it at his house in like 2006. He had it on DVD. And then I was like, yo, is there another one? He was like, no. But Action. there should oh, be. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, really? He directed yeah. it? Oh, I didn't know that. And a couple other guys. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm down to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. That's something that maybe like is a little fantasy. That, again, I love fantasy, but like a lot of these things don't do a good job at like, well, if he, if, if we establish that his, that his arm chops wood, then like we have to keep that throughout the movie. We can't just be like, oh, by the way, oh, now uh, he bought this thing where now I could chop cement or something. Like, I, I hate that shit where, I don't know, I'm probably just ruining, probably just ruining people's good times and I. But you know what? I just I just can't enjoy them the same. We're um we're about twenty minutes in, Leanna, and I wanted to do something before we moved on. Okay. I have we don't have any ads for the podcast. Yeah. But I I took the liberty of printing one to okay. see like okay. I I wrote a script for us so so we don't have any ads. This is what it would sound like if you were an ad on Dress Down Day. We could this would be us promoting your product. That's I sick. took the liberty of, of, uh, of, a, of a company we, we often would use, and this is what it would sound like if we were doing um, an ad for their company. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to do mine like, a old, like, like one of those New York commercials we would hear, like going to school in the morning. All right? In the morning. You just play it straight. Okay. Hey, honey, what do you got over there? Oh, this? It's my morning coffee. Oh, nice. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's the only thing that gets me through this dark, painful life. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, have you ever wondered what would it be like to not enjoy your morning coffee? What do you mean? Well, there's this place I know. It's called Dunkin'. And their mission is to take away that one moment of joy you have every morning. (laughs) That doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. No, no, no. Listen, honey, you got it all wrong. Look, you like gambling, right? Sure. Who doesn't love a little action? Well, at Dunkin', it's the exact same thing as gambling. You tell them you want a medium iced coffee with a little caramel, you could get warm milk. Hell, they've even given me tea before. It's the same exact rush as your life-crippling gambling addiction. I don't have a gambling addiction. Oh, just me then? Okay. Dunkin', there's a 30% chance we get your order right, and if we do mess it up, you'll get a real dirty look and an attitude if you ask us to remake it. So that's what it would be like. Ain't that the truth? If you were now, listen, if, if you want to be a, a company who you want us to say nice words about you, then pay us. Otherwise, I'm going to go through every brand and I'm going to write. <laughs> Luckily for me, I'm very lucky. I've only had my heart broken once. And it was, I'm not even kidding. It was it was by Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> Dunkin Donuts. As, as I've become a more conscious coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. They are literally like what five star restaurant chefs how they how they view McDonald's, because you could see what coffee could be yeah. and what and what they're making. And this it. is what we're getting: sewage water. And it's not even the sewage water. It's like yo, 
I don't know. Why do we've talked about this before, but like, I know it's too much. The whole thing about like my order is wrong. I would like you to remake it. Everyone in this store is like, "Ugh, we got a Karen. (laughs) And I'm like, to me, a Karen is someone who makes unnecessary trouble, Mm -hmm. who gives you a hard time for no fucking reason. Yeah. Who I asked for nine ice cubes and there's only eight in here. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's an asshole. But if I ordered a caramel ice latte and you give me a mocha chocolate frap, (laughs) I don't think I'm an asshole for asking for the correct thing, but we live in a world where assholes have such a bad reputation, it ruins it for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth. And that's what Duncan has done to us, okay? Um, you, did, you wanted to mention something about, um, about our engagement. I did. You were like, oh, should I mention this on the podcast? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to talk about it a lot, but... Well, it's not really, it's not really talking about It's fresh in our minds and I wanted you to get it out because you you wanted to talk about it. I just, I was feeling a little bad because we talk about, we talk about often, you know, how bad social media is and how by the things that people post can hurt one another, even though it's not intentional, whatever, 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 whatever. Um, and I posted a couple of pictures of our engagement. So I don't know. I, I just felt weird that like I was like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be posting things that might, you know, make someone feel bad. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to make anyone feel bad. I don't, listen, I don't I don't think anyone. I don't. First of all. I always tell Leanna, and this is a good this is good for anybody listening out there who has issues like myself or even like you. Mm-hmm. I have something I have to remind myself of often. First of all, my favorite phrase of all time is starve the ego, feed the soul. I've never heard you say that once. I want I tweet it all the time. I want I want to get a, a tattoo that says starve the ego, feed the soul. Okay. It's very important and I think people should listen to it or or should try to bring it into your own life. A lot of things that we feel about ourselves are egos. Mm-hmm. We have egos. We believe that we're whatever the fuck. Of course. So one of the things I remind Leanna of often, I have to remind myself, is we started going, when we, when we went to the gym years and years ago, Leanna was like embarrassed. She was like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if people are looking at me. And I was like, in the most healthy way, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, no one cares about you that much. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? You're nobody. I, I, I say it to myself too. Look in the mirror. You're nobody. No one cares about you that much to be going to the gym and looking at what Eric's doing. Yeah. You're not important. No one cares about you. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of freeing knowing that. Like, I'm going to go to the gym. And if you're looking at me, you, there's, you're, there's something wrong with you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't look at anybody else because I'm worried about my own workout. So they're worried about their workout. They're not looking at Leanna. Yeah. And a lot of things that we do in life, we have to remind yourself, no one cares about me this much. Like, I feel bad for like celebrities who do have to worry because like they will get torn apart in the press or whatever the fuck. But mm-hmm. like for us regular people, no one's looking at you. Well, what if I do this? Then people, no one's, no one's, no one's, no one has thought about you that much as you think people are thinking about you. I so I just, just wanted to say like, don't feel bad because no one else is thinking, oh, she said that she's a hypocrite. You're not that important to them. Well, I think that A and B, I also think like I don't want people to think like, oh, that I'm showing off in any way because I do feel like people do do that. They post things just to show off. Yeah. And I mean, 
Of course, I could say all day long I didn't post to like be a show off and people could either believe me or not. Well, but- so what happened was if anybody's if anybody's a hypocrite to me, I'm the one I was like, I don't I'm not talking about I don't, I don't want to put anything out. I don't give a fuck. And then my videographer sent me the footage. Yeah. And I was bawling my eyes out because I thought it was an it was it was important and an inspirational story. Now, obviously, again, no one cares about you that much. However, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't so much about the engagement in itself. It, it was more of like a of a of a stop and reflect for the for for who we are as a couple uh-huh. and how proud I am of you, mm-hmm. how proud I am of us. Mm-hmm. Looking back at like the sad twenty five year old that I was, and I'm mm-hmm. talking to him like you're you're all right, mm. you you are okay. It happened. Yeah. Or you're doing you're doing just fine. And I wanted to like I thought that could be inspiring for others because. The last podcast we put out, how, what feedback did you get from it? It was incredible. Amazing. I couldn't believe how many people were saying, like, I've thought about this. I love that you guys are keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, some some pe- people literally made me cry. One girl, I was reading her message, and I was, like, crying because people are just being so touched by what we talk about and making them feel like they're not alone and they're yeah. not crazy for thinking certain things. Yeah. So... Uh-oh. The, 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 and, and, and after I posted the video that we, we got, I, the, the messages I got were even more so insane because I've always wanted to like, the reason why I'm so outspoken against all of the shit that I talk about is because, like I said last episode, the root of something is usually beautiful and then we materialize it. Mm-hmm. So people have turned... So being in love mm-hmm. is a form of success, right? Would you agree? Yeah. People, so, okay, just like, go ahead. It, it is, it like absolutely is, but it also isn't, you know, because people could be extremely successful without finding someone to love. Of course, a hundred percent. But like what we do in life is what they ask you, are you married? Do you have kids? Mm-hmm. It's, and what do you do? Yeah. What's like important? So in the same way that like a girl or a guy, a guy could have a fucking really expensive watch, but he's in credit card debt. And a girl has Louboutins that she posts on Instagram, but she has credit card debt or she doesn't really can't really afford that lifestyle that mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian has. It's the same thing as like I feel people see love being like a thing to, to possess. A braggy story. Yeah, I was going to say that thing to brag about. A thing to brag about. So they don't actually find real, true love. Mm -hmm. They find anyone and then they just post the cliches to make people look. Look how happy I am. Yes. Uh, See, I'm so happy because I I have the, the, the Louis bag. I have the Mercedes. I have the Prince Charming. I'm perfect. I have everything. Mm-hmm. And what I, I was doing in that moment was being like, this is what you need. Mm-hmm. You need someone who is obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to act that way because we're supposed to be fun for people. I want people to like, enjoy this and question things. But like, I'm, I'm obsessed with Leanna. Yeah. I am obsessed with you. <laughs> and you're obsessed with me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you're obsessed with me. Yeah. And not in like a, a, a disgu- like, oh God, these two make me sick. But in, in terms of like your anchor of your life, like when you know what actual love is, it's sad to see others parading something else as as that mm-hmm. and, and using it as like a weapon mm-hmm. to p- 
put in front of people's faces and say, look how perfect my man is. Mm-hmm. Look how perfect my life is. We, they, they weaponize these things that are like at the core really sacred. And I'm like insulted by it. It's like, it, it's almost like um, using, I don't know, the sacrament of communion or something as a, a th- that's why like, I make fun of communions. Cause it's like, this is, this is a child like in the, in the Catholic church, it's like a big deal mm-hmm. and you're making it just a, like, you don't even go to church. You and your family don't go to church. You don't pray. You don't do anything. And then like this kid has a diamond cross around his neck. That it's was just fit. to have a party. It really. was, and it's like, you're, you're, you're ruining something mm-hmm. sacred. So when I see people on Instagram, like saying, using like Shakespeare words, it's just like, you guys are like fucking crazy like mm-hmm. find the real thing first mm-hmm. so what if it takes you 10 years find the real thing and i'm not bragging be like look how much better we are than you it's just like we, people who people who are listening will get it and they'll know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like it, there's just like do, do, you, do you agree with what i'm saying absolutely and I, I it's it's like you said take the time right i think a lot of the times of course with the pressure of society it's like oh well i'm this age and you know, I we, we got to yeah, get the ball the rolling, which is the worst thing because A, who cares? And B, it's like you really need to take the time in order like to get to know the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. The problem, which you you tell me all the time, is people see marriage as just like this thing that like can happen and then. You can undo it easily, which it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be something that you can undo. No problem. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to through uh, whatever, through sickness and in health, all this stuff. It says no matter what happens, we're supposed to get through it. Yeah. And unless lot- I'm like beating the shit out of you. Of course. And of like course. and like actual. There's always an exception. But like you just know? just normal relationship problems. People just don't want to deal with. Like, you don't, I don't know if they understand that, yeah, this is it, folks. Like, you, this is it. Mm-hmm. Once you are literally committed to this person, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people, like, take that serious enough. No, they don't. They just, like, you can see the vanity in what they want. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just vain, materialistic shit. Mm-hmm. And they're using love in that way. And I hate it so yeah. much. Because it's so wrong. And like what you and I have is what I believe people should have. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so grateful to be with you and to have our relationship that like if you don't, it's kind of like like, if it ain't this, I don't want it. Like on on Twitter or something like that. Like, And I want, I want more people to be, to have higher standards Mm -hmm. of like, just because you've been with him for a while, you've been with her for a while and you guys have broken up 30 times. Like that doesn't mean you have to be. Like you have to make it work because mm. your families know each other. Whatever, whatever, whatever story you're telling yourself. Like yeah. I understand it's it's tough to like to you don't want to you know if you still care about somebody, but like it's always easier said than done too, right? If you're course. with someone for a long time and it's like like you just said, our families know each other, whatever. It's scary to maybe leave that if you feel like that's not what's perfect. That's not whatever. Yeah. Or like another thing too is like, um. I mentioned this, I, I did, um, I did Lisa Ann's podcast mm-hmm. the other day. I don't know if she put it up yet, whatever. If you've seen it on my story, then I posted them, whatever. Anyway, we were talking about some of this, some of the similar stuff. And I was, we were talking about how like communication is big. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but like 
one of the things I'm, I've like really not tortured Leanna, but I've, I've made a big deal. Like I, I, I can't think of the right word. I would not let go is like how, how important it is for you to tell me exactly what's bothering you the moment it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think many people do that. You ever seen how people argue in life? Let's say, you know, let's say me and my friend uh, were always competitive as kids and like we're always jealous of each other. And now I'm in his bridal party and we have a fight about the last piece of chicken at, 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 his, at his bachelor party that I wanted mm-hmm. and he wanted. And then we start dragging each other down about like, well, you, you didn't even graduate college. Well, you're a fucking loser. People, they start branching off. To other things. And they don't stick to the yeah. argument. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of people stick to the argument, mm-hmm. excuse me, without insulting the other person. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, imagine you come home and I have my socks on the floor. And then instead of being like, pick your socks up, you're like, you're a pig just like your dad. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that. And, and in your case, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I fucking, he, he is a pig because I'm, I'm very like, uh, yeah. I'm, I keep it very real with you my family. You know why that happens though? Because those, we haven't communicated the 30 other times yep. that we got mad at, e- mad at each other, Yep. right? So we've had all these fights leading up to this fight. Yeah. I never said anything. Now, now you just want to hurt me. Now I just want to hurt you. Now that's it. I'm going to let loose and lay it out all on you, which, like you said, I was the worst Oh with my God. That. I'm the type of person I hold everything in. I hate confrontation. I just want the argument to be over. I'll do and say anything to just like stop it and move on. Yeah. Which isn't healthy. It's not healthy at all for that reason. Because then eventually you're just going to break down and it'll be worse than it might have been if you let it all out before. And you don't realize that you're that you don't realize how much angrier it's making you. Oh, of course. The resentment it's building Mm -hmm. to where there was a time when if I was like, I'm really annoying, I'm, I'm annoying, but, but I'm really like, I don't know what the word is. I'm like too in tune with your feelings. I'm way too in tune with my feelings and I'm way too hard on my family. Okay. Like, so if they say anything, I'm not, I'm not the person who sticks up for their family. Mm-hmm. When they're, if they're right. Whoever's right and wrong, I will stick up for. Like, if, if I feel, believe you're in the right, I will stick up for you. Okay. If you're my family, if you're not my family. So, like, if my brother was just, like, rude to someone and he, had, he was just rude, I'm going to be like, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, well, that's my brother. I don't talk about him that way. Of course. Because that's sick and doesn't, that doesn't do anything. So, there was a time when we were living on, that's why we had to get out of Staten Island, where, like, Liana is not that hard on her family Mm -hmm. so i would say like why is it so hard i'm saying it about my brother Mm -hmm. but you would take it as like an insult like Mm -hmm. i was i was i hate your family yeah and i'm like you're not understanding like i'm just calling out the action Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people definitely are like a like they make it about my family versus your family that's Mm -hmm. a big thing in marriages i think and i don't want that ever to happen to us Mm -hmm. so the past, ever since we moved, really, it's been incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you misinterpret anything that I've ever said to be like putting your family down. I was yeah. like, not putting anyone down. I'm like, 
this this needed to happen. Mm-hmm. This your mom did it instead. I'm just that's all I'm saying. Like and. I mean, depending on what it is, too. You're so good with your words. You can tell me, like you said, exactly what it is that's bothering you. Whereas some people aren't able to do that. Absolutely. And say, whatever, like you said, with the sock, it's like it's I'm not even going to yell at you about the sock, which is what is bothering me. I'm going to say you're an asshole, just like your father or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, and since because we've had not really arguments, but. You've definitely made me, and I used to get so emotional, I used to take it as if you were being that way, you know, right? Yeah, like abusive. Not, not, this isn't, you've never called my mom a bitch, but say, you're like, your mom is a bitch, versus saying, well, you know, um, she did this that maybe upset me. Exactly. I would take it as if you were saying my mom, your mom is just a bitch. Yes. Now I'm able to like break it down and understand and actually listen to what you're saying mm. and not take it as this like attack. Yes. Yes. And that took a while. That took a while. Cause I've been, yes. I've been like that with my family from like day one. And that's, and you're again, not to give you so much credit, but you're someone who's really good with your words and your feelings. Whereas I feel like most people aren't. So say take two of me in a relationship. That's going to be really bad. And it's never going to, the issues are never going to get solved. I know. It, it's really sad, man. And, and it's sad when I see like other couples and people's parents, like you could just tell there's a tension and no one's addressing it. Mm. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Like I got to give my, my brother Brian credit, man. Cause when we were younger kids, like maybe people perceived it as like him being rude, but like all the cards were always on the table. Mm-mm. And sometimes he can get a little, he can go far and like hurt people's feelings. But like when I was younger, younger, I would remember like if someone did something, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It would get down to the issue. It yeah. wasn't, you're just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Because people, I think, are also afraid. They're too embarrassed to say you hurt me. Of course. Or you embarrassed me mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I think like that, that's, that, that's pride. That's ego. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, that's the wrong shit. Like, who cares? Yeah, you hurt. Who the fuck doesn't get their feelings hurt? Like, um, I don't know. And if, yeah, not addressing it right away. I might have said this already, but it's like you're just you keep, you're digging that hole deeper and deeper and it's going to make it harder for you to repair that relationship. Yeah. Whereas if you I just know. said something originally, OK, we squashed it. We can yeah. happily move on versus I have all this built up anger towards you. I don't know if I could ever get rid of it. A hundred percent. I was telling you that. I'm like, when we like years ago, I'm like, you're going to start hating me. Yeah. You're going to start resenting me mm-hmm. because you, you, you know, you're not understanding where I'm coming from. It just mm-hmm. seems like I'm attacking you. And I'm like, I'm not trying to attack you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at the situation of like what happened. And I, there's, there's no way people aren't, I, I started writing, I started writing this joke that I never actually got around because I never actually perfected it. But it was like <laughs> Italians, they say, you know, don't ever go against the family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I always go against my family. <laughs> my dad puts the air conditioning on 79. I go against the family. Uh-huh. So like, I think that that's a toxic mentality. Listen, obviously you do anything for your family. Mm-hmm. You do anything. You, when, when your family, if your aunt calls you at two in the morning and she's sick, you fucking run. Mm-hmm. Of course you love your family. But I think you should extend that 
to the people in your life as well. I don't put my family above my friends just because they're my family. Mm-hmm. In certain things you got, obviously you do, yeah. like a priority for a party or whatever, the, you know, you guys know what the situations, but like, I don't like th- that, that hashtag family first. Mm-hmm. Always like rub me the wrong way because it's kind of like, I don't always agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like obviously if it's, if it's my goddaughter's birthday party and I have uh, a, a, a stand-up gig someone asked me to do. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's my goddaughter's birthday. Yeah, it's In it, that case, it's family like, first makes okay, sense. If, if, I mean, and this is the extreme. Okay, my brother murders my best friend. I'm going to stick by my brother? No, some, of course not. Some people not. would say yes. I, well, they're stupid. And that's kind of like the world we live in. Like, so a lot of people are calling Brian, Brian Laundrie's parents pieces of shit, right? Yeah. Do you think... Most people would turn in their son. That's a good question. I don't know. know. And I I don't even know the answer to that. I know. So like my mom has told us my whole life, if you killed someone, I would turn you in. Mm -hmm. I remember my brothers be like, what the fuck lady? And, and like, I think she was right. Cause it's like, Look, I mean, a, well, your, she, your mom's morals are unlike anyone else's, too. <laughs> but, so. like, it's also, like, imagine, like, I always say, like, imagine I killed Leanna. Imagine mm-hmm. I was brought, I killed Leanna, I killed you. And my mom is like, sorry, Gina. Yeah. And <laughs> this is on you. Like, wouldn't she be an evil psychopath That's to say horrible. something like that? Like, so I think, like, it's really important to... That's another reason why I just I really I really wanted to marry you because I felt like we we got over all that shit that we used to have mm-hmm. and it was like a good time and I don't know if people really any humps we had nobody cares to put that work in yeah and you see the resentment you see the passive aggressive relationships you see the the distance and like I'm not saying guys shouldn't you know have guy time and girls shouldn't you could do it you know you want to go away with your friends go to fucking Vegas and do your thing. Go go get drinks with the, with the gals. But for the most part, like I don't really want to be away from you ever. Never. And these guys, I hate it. Like, oh god, I gotta get, I gotta get away from. And may, maybe we're just young. I've never felt that way. But you know, you, you see that a lot. Like, oh god, thank God she's gone. I know. Thank Is God there he's wrong gone. With us? No, I think we're just, I think we're just young. Honestly, I'm not gonna judge anybody who's been married young. for thirty years. Oh, I anybody's guess. been married for thirty years, like guys, yeah. they're probably they, they'll laugh at us and be like, "You just wait, kids." Yeah. So I, I do, un, I'm, I'm not saying, but. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, it, it's interesting. I feel like sometimes, too, like when we talk about like this stuff and we say certain things, it sounds like we had like this horrible relationship that like we need that we fought so oh, yeah. hard for, which is not true so not true. I mean, our lives. Little, little things that, yeah, like, of course. you know, our, our lives were, were the difficult thing. It wasn't. Our, yeah. The reason why we got through it, because our relationship was bulletproof Mm -hmm. and i I don't know if like um uh brian holtzman the great brian holtzman uh the comedian that i uh had the pleasure of becoming friends with him since he was living in austin for a little bit he's the greatest guy in the world he's so fucking funny he calls me all the time and he always says i can't believe your girlfriend picked you up from a strip club (laughs) and i was like i was like you just don't understand that is my that is my it's like not even a question to me. I know he loves that story. And like, so what happened was we a bunch of comedians got together one night, and uh, we they were like, "Yeah, we're all going to." A st-. And I just kind of moved here, and I was just kind of getting in with people. And then a bunch of people, like, "Yo, you should go. You should go. You should go." Mm. 
So I'm like, oh, babe, I gotta go. I, I gotta. I'm gonna go to the strip club. Leanna's like, do you need money? I have. I have some singles, and I'm like, I'll be all right. So I know you. I think you might have even asked me. You were like, you know, like I don't know, should I go? And I was like, you have to go. I didn't want to. Strip clubs are the worst. I but, know you had to go. Um, so I go there, and then um, Brian Holtzman, this other comedian there was uh he i was getting ready to leave and he was calling an uber i'm like oh no my, my girlfriend my girlfriend he was like your girl you told your girlfriend you're here and i'm like yeah he was like, she's coming to get you i'm like yeah so you came to get me and the whole time he was just like and then he called he would be like he oh my it. god yeah i'll never forget your girlfriend picked you up from that strip club and i'm like <laughs> so i don't know i sound like an oprah fucking book but like if you have to lie and it's not that you're you're an asshole or your wife's a bitch mm. or or whatever or your husband's an asshole or whatever whatever the issues are it's that your relationship may not be as solidified as it as it as it could be. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you're you're or bad. as I mean really as it should be. I wanted to say should, but I don't want to like make people think like you need but like you know people do you think many people like go through each other's phones? Without even like a, a thinking, I, I I bet you many many do. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I see that shit like like, like fellas would you let your girlfriend go through your phone like no, and it's like that's interesting. Yeah, that's weird because it's like uh, I don't we know. T- we tell each other when we like see a cute like if you see a cute girl you'd be like oh my god that girl's so cute if at, the, I see, at the airport it, I said Leanna look at that girl's ass yeah in in those pants she had I was like this I is know. unbelievable. I don't know why that's wrong or why that's bad. I think if, if people say that, that bother me. If, if they say it's because you're confident in like, in like, yeah. in what's going on. And no, don't get me wrong. If my friends fuck a girl and who is that? My friends in a marriage, I'm not going to tell Leanna. I'm not going to tell you that shit. That's not my secret to tell. I guess. I'm not one of those guys. I mean, it's like, Hey, sometimes you're going to, I mean, if you were friends with a bunch of like cheaters, I think I would be fine. I don't know. I trust you, so, like, it wouldn't bother me, but it's also, like, I don't know if you have the best judge of a character if you're hanging out with these people. Well. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why that came up, but. What, you, what I said? Because when you, when, you when you say you tell, you, you tell your wife, your girlfriend, everything, it's, it, people are always just, like, a lot of people don't, are probably like, ugh, what a fucking loser. And I get that. Because yeah. sometimes you don't need to tell your wife fucking everything. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong. Like, just even, even like, secrets or, or, or a surprise. Like, you fucking told her? I wanted to, I wanted to tell her or something like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I know when that's appropriate. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say that for you because you were saying stuff to me before, and I was like, you know what? It would. It would be important to, you know, check yourself if you thought like you're being a, a hypocrite, mm-hmm. or you know, just explain like where we're coming from. I thought yeah. it could be inspiring for others. You know. Yeah. Um, it was. It's. It's more so the story, right? Like with. I didn't tell the story. You know, I had a silly little caption, but like you told the story in your caption of like, you know, this isn't just an engagement. This is how far we've come and we've stood by each other through everything. The thing that made me so emotional is it was, for me especially, I find it very difficult to stop and smell the roses because I'm so worried about my career. And I think like everyone has, everybody has, everybody. Mm-hmm. And that moment was me just taking it like, 
Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, it was like kind of getting to the top of a mountain. And even though it was a bigger mountain ahead of you, you look back like, wow, I've actually, mm-hmm. I'm halfway up this fucking mountain. Yeah. It was really, really, really nice. And I tell Leanna all the time, like, it's, I'm not joking. Like, I can't, I, I can't imagine. Imagine how, how would I have survived in Los Angeles without you? Without your cooking, without your <laughs> shoulder to cry on, without, you know, someone telling me you can do this or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to get um, gushy or whatever on the, on the last episode because gushy, mushy. I, I was just like, you know, nobody, I, I, I feel like no one wants to hear that shit, but this stuff I think is important because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear us suck each other's assholes for an hour, <laughs> but they, but I think, the, yeah. And even still, so many people were like, no, like, keep posting, keep talking about yeah. it. Like, people love it. But yeah, we, yeah, like you said, we don't want to be like sucking each other's assholes, <laughs> like you just said the whole time. So uh, that, that's, that's like, I don't know. I just thought I wanted to explain that to people. I, I could have told the story better. I was just so, I, every, every I was podcast, so insecure about being an asshole. I know. And like, being like, look at me, look how nice it was. So I like, know. Every podcast, what? I don't, I don't do a good job explaining myself. No, 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 no. Every, after every podcast and then we go back and listen, it's always like, oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, I wish I would have said this every single time. So yeah. it's like, you know, we're going to forget. We're going to feel insecure about saying something. So we might not say it um, or we're just going to forget sometimes. But so I don't know. I think people liked the story. And yeah, I, 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 I'm glad you brought it up because I was, I was feeling a little insecure about posting it because I didn't want anyone to feel bad or feel like I was showing off or I don't know, not practicing what I preach. Yeah. But I think the, I, I, what Matt always reminds me of is like, he's like, yo, the fact that you actually said that to another human being shows that you're healthily aware of it. Mm-mm. Even the fact that like, just the fact like you're like, oh man, is this like, is this like cringy to post? Am I just, just the fact that you even aware of it, mm-hmm. I think is a good start. And like for us, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it is a serious accomplishment from where we came from. Mm-hmm. And and don't get me wrong. Well, you everybody where you came from. No, babe, that's just not true. A lot of people that we know. I, I uh, this is gonna sound so douchey, but getting engaged to me is not that big of an accomplishment. No, because. Anyone can do it yeah. whenever they want. Like I was saying, it was like everything that you wrote in your caption. It's not the engagement that's the accomplishment. It's the journey yeah. that got us here. So to this point in our relationship, but also this point in our lives, in your career, it's not, I don't think it sounds douchey. No, I'm saying like, I was so proud of that accomplishment and like other people, I think, and again, do whatever makes you happy, mm-hmm. but just be aware of like, we were, Leanna's, I, oh, thank God I remember this. Leanna really want, our dream would be to get married in California. Yeah. That was our dream. We lived there. I want to, I want to live there for the rest of my life. I'm madly in love with California, but I'm so outspoken about making people spend a lot of money on your wedding. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so, it's so wrong. We can't do I can't, it. I can't, yeah. it's wrong to be like, hey, I'm getting married. Hope you got five grand. I just yeah. think, I just think it's rude. I mean, so, if we were still living in California, we might have a little wiggle room, a little. If we were, but if we were living in California, 
Even still, it's I like would, we're already there. No one else is. My family, I know I know people in my family who can afford it. I know people in my family who can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I know people in Leanna's family who can afford it. I know people in Leanna's family can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I know my friends who'd be like, fuck, bro, that's going to be a lot of money. And I yeah. was like, that, we can't do that. It's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. And we want the most important people in of our course. lives to be there. So it's so, like, we'll make the sacrifice versus everyone else having to make a sacrifice. 100%. So the big thing Leanna wants is an outdoor wedding because that's mm-hmm. always what we wanted. Yeah. So I was thinking like, where can we do it on Staten Island if you want to have an outdoor wedding? So I found, I'm looking at places. I was looking at, on, on Instagram earlier. I found, I said, wow, this girl's wedding was nice, Leanna. It was outside. She goes, Eric, that's an engagement party. And I said, what are you talking about? That's an engagement party. It Keep- said like celebrating our bride-to-be or something. The girl was wearing a wet, like a wedding dress. A white wedding gown yeah it was not a white dress god bless you it Thank was you. a wedding barbie doll like a bowl millennium gown, kind of. the millennium barbie doll <laughs> most mm-hmm. the most extra dress i've ever seen they were they had a three-tier cake mm-hmm. do you see where i'm going with this like yes. what is going on mm-hmm. i think that's Dragging it out to an unhealthy level mm-hmm. to where you don't need that shit. Mm-hmm. So now, now, now people in your life have 17 parties they have to give you a gift for. Yeah. Who do you think you are? And if you are rich and sophisticated and this fucking fancy person, you should put please no gifts. Most people who get rich people or like famous people are like, please, if you want to make a gift, make a donation to this charity. Yeah, yeah. We don't need your fucking, like, that's the shit that drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. And this is the culture that's ruining shit. And uh, whatever. Uh, That's that's just, I I wanted to, I don't know. That's just what I wanted to say. Because it's like, find your Leanna and you won't need this shit. Okay? And that's the last I'm going to be talking about this. You're not going to keep Sucking my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Someone's gonna take just that clip. (laughs) Isn't that what you said before? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Should we cut it out? Hell no. I love that. Um, I said that because you said that before. I know. Obviously, I wouldn't say that. Oh, God, I know. Don't that sounds disgusting, (laughs) but I had to say it. I apologize. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I had a lot of fun. Get today. yourself a classy broad like me. I had a fun. I had a fun time today with you. This is. I feel like this is a good. Any, I did too. Anything you want to promote? <laughs> um, promote LM keepsakes as always. Christmas is coming, so get your blankets and your pillows. If you have an outdoor area, if you have an outdoor, or you know anybody area, who has an outdoor area, let us know that we can uh, that we can rent. Um, can please rent. let us know because we want to get married asap. Can Planet Wings cater? Or are you going to be upset about that? Yeah, if we could find a place that allows them to cater, of course. That would be so dope. Be all sick. right, guys. Have a wonderful week. We love you so much. Thank you for all the kind words. Um, I wish yeah. I could thank you all individually and, suck, and suck your asshole. But um, <laughs> I don't know if we said it last week if we thanked people for congratulating us. And yeah, just thank you for the kind words always about us getting engaged, about the podcast, loving the podcast. It means so much to us. It means I mean, the world. It really, really, really does. I didn't think anybody would be this interested this fast. And we're, we're, we're building an audience more and more every day, yeah. uh, or every week, rather. And it's really... 
It's really nice. I have a lot of fun with and you. And I would love for people to tell us too, like what they want us to talk about. Yes. Dress down day. I don't, I don't do a good enough job. Dress down day podcast at gmail.com. Is that too long? Maybe I'll make a shorter one. It's a little long, but it's easy. It's, I mean, what is this? Dress down day podcast. It's, yeah. It's at easy. gmail. If you want, I got to, I haven't checked it in oh, months. Right, there could right. be emails so have, in there. Yeah. Right. Anyway. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thanks we'll see for you. Listening. We'll see you next one.